Alright, welcome to the first episode of this podcast. This is, we're going to A-Town in primetime quarantine vibes. So I started to make my own podcast now since I'm officially here two weeks. So you might as well make the most of it. So we're going to talk about the NBA draft tonight today the first with the round one and then tomorrow I'll come out with round two and record that so without further ado we should probably get into it huh so so NBA draft had consisted of the top three players which is LaMelo Ball James Wiseman and Anthony Edwards so we really didn't know which which order they were going to go in they weren't really going to go in they and when you look at the team needs like like Anthony Edwards is a shooting guard LaMelo Ball's a point guard James Weinsman obviously a center you got Timberwolves as the one pick they needed a small they needed like death at like guard so honestly, we all could have thought one thing. Maybe Lamelo Ball goes number one, but it doesn't make sense though. It's because they have D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, and well, we also got to think about this too. Malik Beasley isn't gonna probably is gonna get suspended because he he recently got arrested and stuff. So. So honestly, I like this pick. So you honestly thought maybe it's going to be Edwards or Lamelo, but and then we got the Warriors. It's pretty obvious they need a center because last year they've always lacked center. I couldn't tell you the last time they had halfway decent center. Maybe Javale McGee. That's about it. That's about it. And then they probably need another guard because Clay Thompson did get injured again. Once again, which, honestly, I do feel bad for him. It was, yes, he was working out in South Carolina, and uh, he had suffered a lower leg injury. People fear that he might have tore his Achilles, which pairs up for him. So... Without further ado, let's start going through the picks now. With pick number one, like I said, the it was either gonna be Lamelo or Anthony Edwards, and if they don't, the other one's going like three, two or three. Anthony Edwards got picked by the T Wolves at number one. Basically, he is. Anthony Edwards came out of Georgia. He's six. He's six foot three, two twenty five. Two twenty five. He. His college his college stat line. He averaged. He averaged nineteen point one points a game. That's like one of the top most for a freshman. Freshman this year. He averaged nineteen point one, points per game. Five point two rebounds. assists, 1.3 steals, but he averaged like three turnovers a game, which if he can, 
lay down those turnovers. He he should be he should be fine <clears throat> with that. He averaged thirty three minutes a game by playing with Georgia. Georgia, but everyone's thinking like the other problem is he only shot twenty nine percent from three, which isn't very good. He's he's kind of like I don't know. He's kind of like Ben Simmons, <laughs> give or take. He can't shoot the ball very well, but he can do everything else. And it was he's a he's a seventy seven percent free throw shooter, which is not bad, but he could definitely improve on that too. With that, so you had a forty percent from the field and all, which is pretty good too. Honestly, I think he should be good. He might start right away. We don't know. I with Malik Beasley gone, I'm gonna say D'Lo is gonna be point. Anthony Edwards is gonna play shooting guard. The next pick, the Warriors were on the clock, and it's pretty obvious they were gonna pick out of Memphis, James Wiseman, center, seven foot one, two forty. Um, he originally played like three games for Memphis in the 2019-2020 season until he opted out to get ready for the draft. He averaged 19.7 points per game, three blocks, 10.7 rebounds per game with with that and everything like that. He obviously didn't attempt a three, so he obviously he averaged point zero 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 from three. Um, he also shot seventy six, seventy seven percent from the field, which is absolutely amazing. Amazing right now for for being a center. He only averaged one turnover, which is pretty good if you ask me too. His his season totals. His points, points-wise, he, the three games, he scored 59 points. One steal in the year, he had nine blocks, one assist, 32 rebounds. He shot 70% from the free throw line. He, he did pretty good with Memphis in those three games. I think he'll fit in very well with, with that offense and Steve Kerr. And obviously, the third pick, it's pretty obvious who everyone picked here. It's LaMelo Ball. Six foot seven, 190. Third overall. He was, him and his brother Lonzo were the first two brothers to get drafted in the top five in, in two separate drafts. Um, LaMelo Ball. Obviously, he didn't go to college. He played for Chino Hills High School. He... He did this. He did that. He moved all over the place. He's a very good, talented passer, which I think is going to help Devontae Graham and every in that offense turn into a winning team, trying to get the team back on track. So maybe they can make the playoffs and stuff. 
But also, the one thing I want to point out, though, once, when LaMelo got drafted, LaVar's face says it all. You realized Michael Jordan is kind of the guy who owns the Charlotte Hornets. He's kind of the Charlotte Hornets GM. <laughs> so it looks like they might be doing their one-on-one soon. Since LaMelo's over there now. So... I really hope that all works out. But LaMelo Ball is a great shooter. He's a good shooter. He he has curry range from the three. He can shoot off ball. He, he can do all this stuff and all that. So the next pick we're going to talk about. This one surprised me a lot when, when he got picked. So when the when the Bulls were on the clock, I thought maybe this is where Ob Toppin goes. I I don't know who this guy is, but they picked Patrick Williams, a small forward, six foot eight, two twenty five, out of Florida State. He didn't even he didn't even start. He literally he literally was a six man. He was literally the. ACC Sixth Man of the Year for Florida State. Like, he averaged 9.2 points a game, one steal a game, one assist, one block, four rebounds per game, shot 83% from three throw line. He only shot 32% from three. He shot 46% from the field. Why did he not start? Am I missing something? Am I missing something? Why did he not start? I, I don't know. I think the Bulls reached on him because he, I, I don't know. But the next pick went to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they picked Isaac Okoro from Auburn, six foot six, two twenty five, two twenty five. I thought that was a good pickup, too, because they needed a small forward. Steady Osman is not their answer at small forward at all. Because you got Darius Garland, you got Colin Sexton, you got Kevin Love. You still got Tristan Thompson over down there. You just need that guy. You just needed a forward, and Isaac Okoro is probably a good guy for you. He he averaged twelve point nine points a game, two assists per game, four point four rebounds a game, point nine steals per game, two turnovers a game. He he had fifty five turnovers on the season with with Auburn. So I honestly, hopefully, he'll cut down on those. So we'll see about that and. Auburn last year led, he led him and O. He literally led them to the final four. Honestly, I was hoping Auburn. I was hoping Auburn could uh, make it all the way this year. They were, 
they're seriously contenders this year to win the March Madness, and sadly, COVID ruined that. And I really, I really want to see how far that Auburn team could go. Could go here. So with the next pick, Atlanta. Atlanta had to go center here. They picked on An- Onyika Ngagu. Sorry, I pronounced his name wrong. Out of USC. This guy was looks like he was an absolute beast. 16.2 points a game. Two turnovers per game. That's fine. It's a center. They don't really commit that many turnovers. 8.6 rebounds per game. 1.1 assists a game. 2.7 blocks per game. That's like really good. He's six the only thing of it is he's only six foot nine. He's two forty five. So I don't really know what to really expect out of him right away. It he did shoot sixty one percent from the field, which is really good. He only shot twenty five percent from three, which means he really made like one three in his career there with at USC, I th- I think he should be able to fit well with Trey Young, Trey Young, Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, John Collins. I think he can be a great fit. The seventh pick, it was the Detroit Pistons, and they picked Killian Hayes from France. He's a point guard, six foot five, one ninety two. Out in France, he he was pretty good out in France. He's one of the top prospects out there. He, I'm pretty sure he won a title with his team. I'll have, he mainly plays point guard, but he can also play shooting guard. Um, because we're also hoping that he is good and stuff. People have people have really said something about his passing, his shooting. He's extremely crafty. He's one of the best pick and roll players in the entire draft. He can according to ESPN draft analyst Mike Schmitz, there's a lot to like about his long term upside. And so we're thinking that and the Pistons might have actually gotten a steal. Maybe not next to, probably not the next Luka. But, you know, he might be very good this year. But the second pick, not second pick, the eighth pick, went to the Knicks. And obviously, as you know, they've had some rough drafts. Ooh-hoo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, it's been rough for Knicks fans. Even Stephen A. Smith. So, and I'm surprised this guy also lasted as long as he did. He fell. He's one. He was ranked like fourth. Maybe he was supposed to go like four overall. Fourth overall. It looks like he didn't. He got to the Knicks. Obi Toppin, power forward, six foot nine, two twenty, out of Dayton, Ohio. This guy is an absolute beast. He 
in his freshman year, he averaged 14.4 points a game, 2.5.6 rebounds, 1.8 assists. He shot 66% from the field. He shot 52% from three. The three. And then in last season, when they had it, was 20 points a game, steal a game, one and a half blocks a game, 2.2 assists a game, seven and a half rebounds, 70% from free throw line, 39% from three, but that's fine. It was down here from him on the three. On the three, I really hope that the he can turn this next franchise around, but you might as well hope and pray for that one to happen because... Uh, they don't have a point guard. Their shooting guard's R.J. Barrett. They got Obi Toppin. They got they got Julius Randle. They, I don't know. They just need a lot. The next pick went to Washington. And Washington picked Danny Avidija from Israel. Israel. He could be... He can really drive down the court when I was watching the draft last night. And when I watched this guy get picked, I thought maybe he could be a he can be maybe like a little underdog dark horse to win MVP because everyone's talking about in the future, but also maybe rookie of the year. Rookie of the year is Everyone's thinking it's going to be Edwards Mello Wiseman gonna win rookie of the year. Who's gonna win rookie of the year? You it was literally just like last year, Ja Zion. Like who do you who won the rookie of the year? Ja did. Who's gonna win this year? I don't know. Because you're just gonna have to see and find out this year about it. Cause Denny should be a guy you wanna go after. And a guy you would hope for. Pick number 10 went to the Spurs. I mean, no, my bad. Number 10, that was the 11th pick. The 10th pick went to the Phoenix Suns, who recently traded for Chris Paul. They traded away Ricky Rubio, Kevin Oubre, Kelly Oubre. I think they're going to be a playoff contender this year. Yeah, I, because they went 8-0 in the bubble and still didn't go in. I honestly, I was hoping and praying that they did. But they picked Jalen Smith out of Maryland, 6'10", 225. In his, in his career, he averaged 15 point. Five, fifteen and a half points per game in the last season with Maryland, um, with ten and a half rebounds, he averaged one point seven assists, which mm, it's not bad, but it could be worse. Two point four blocks a game, which is really good. He he shot thirty six percent from three, which is an upgrade from his freshman year, who when he only shot like twenty six. He shot 53% from the field, which is pretty good. Good, I think... I don't know if he's going to start right away necessarily, but with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, 
and in the middle, I, I think they can, I think they can develop him into a nice young star. Now, now to the eleventh pick, shooting guard, six foot five, one eighty from Florida State, Devin Vassell. <clears throat> I don't know why he didn't get picked before. Because if he would have gotten picked, he should have gotten picked by, whatchamacallit, the Bulls if they wanted the actual starter. But they didn't. The Spurs got a shooting guard, which they need very much so. Because the Spurs, I think they just got to go the rebuild phase. Because back when they had like Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, all those guys, they were old. They were very old. They were like, for basketball, they were like, I'm pretty sure Manu Ginobili was playing in his 40s. So, anyways, they needed this rebuild. They got DeJounte Murray. They got LaMarcus Aldridge. <coughs> I think they needed another guard. You did get a great guy, probably, here, because he shot 12. He had 12.7 points per game. He had one and a half steals, one block, one and a half assists, which, I mean, for shooting guards, they don't really pass that much, do they? Not really, because they're supposed to shoot. 73% from three, he throw. 41% from three, both seasons, so he's pretty consistent from the three-point from the three point line. He shot 49% from the field and 28 point. Eight minutes per game, <clears throat> which he must he must have had a very breakout year. He must not have started in 2018-2019 season, but in the 2019-2020 season, he definitely started, and look what happened. He got in the top, he got in the top 11 in the draft. The next pick went to the Sacramento Kings. I don't know who they were going to pick. But I don't know why they picked him, but they did. Tyrese Halliburton, point guard, six foot five, one seventy five, from Iowa State University. The reason I don't know why they about this pick is because that is because they have DeAndre. They don't have DeAndre. I'm thinking of the wrong team. They have De'Aaron Fox. I don't know. If Darren Fox, I mean, unless they're thinking future wise with Buddy Heald, because Buddy Heald, technically, if he wanted to, he can move the small forward. I think they're preparing for if Bogdan Bogdanovich ends up going to the box and stuff like that. So, so their starting five could literally be Darren Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Marvin Bagley, and whoever their center is there now. I don't, I don't know. I, it used to be Willie Colley Stein and I, I don't really know. For Tyrese in the 2019-2020 season, I was 15.2 points a game, two and a half steals per game, 5.9 rebounds per game, six and a half assists per game. He played basically 36.7 minutes a game. He literally just went like off. Which is 
pretty good if you ask me. I th- I'm pretty sure Sacramento got a good guy out of him. Because the only thing I can think of right now, the only reach I so far in this draft that we've talked about is when the Bulls picked that six man from Florida State, Patrick Williams. Yeah, Patrick Williams. Now, the next pick went to New Orleans. And New Orleans decided... Pelicans decided they pick a point guard from Alabama. Kyra Lewis Jr., 6'3", 165. But what sucks, though, now is he's probably going to have no playing time whatsoever because he, because, you know, the big trade that you know about New Orleans and Milwaukee, Drew Holiday is going to the Bucks. They got Eric Bledsoe. They got Lonzo. They got George Hill now. What are they going to do with the rest, with the rest of them? Because you really don't know. At all, but in his time with Alabama, he averaged 18.5 points a game, 1.8 steals, 5.5 assists, 4.8 rebounds per game. He averaged four, three and a half turnovers, which he needs is not good. Which is not really that good. He shot 45% from the field, 36% from three. I don't know when he's exactly going to play. Because you guys, you still got Lonzo. <clears throat> you still got Bledsoe and George Hill there now. So the next thing to do is probably just wait. Because George Hill's time is coming to an end. Bledsoe is getting up there. In age, I'm pretty sure he's reaching 30. He's pushing 30. Well, anyways, he'll be fine. The next pick went to Boston Celtics. We, I didn't really know what he need, what they needed. They needed small forward. They needed forwards. So they decided to pick Aaron Neesmith, six foot six, two thirteen out of Vanderbilt. He shot very good from three. He shot fifty two percent from three. Three is a very good shooter. He's a pretty good. He's a very good three free throw shooter, shooting eighty two percent from from the three throw line. He averaged twenty three points a game. He averaged one point four steals a game. He can get some. He can get the steals. He's got four four point nine rebounds. He's he's doing pretty good there. He averaged point nine blocks a game, but it's not the end of the world if you don't get blocks. He shot 51% from the field, which is a very big improvement from his previous season when he only shot like 39. I think he's developing at the right time. Um, I think that can help him later on in the league. (coughs) I think he can run the future and be the future with the Boston Celtics and that young, young crew with Jason Tatum and Everyone else. 
The next pick went to Orlando Magic. They did need a point guard, but they have, they have Markel Fultz, but Markel could play shooting guard. So they went with Cole Anthony out of North Carolina, six foot three, one ninety. He averaged eighteen and a half points a game, one point three steals. He shot seventy five percent from the three throw line. He shot thirty eight percent from the field, thirty four percent from three. But you also gotta also think about too that he was injured. He got injured through the through the year, and he he missed like some key games against like Duke and everything like that. But he averaged like three and a half turnovers. He kind of cut down on those turnovers, man, because you don't want that happening to you at all. Because turnovers will cost you in the league. So hopefully, hopefully Mo Bamba and everybody like that can welcome him in, and hoping and praying that he does good. The next pick went to Portland. I don't... Portland didn't need a center. They got Joseph Nurkic. I don't think they have Whiteside anymore because he's in free agency. So they decided to go big here. They went with Isaiah Stewart, 6'9", 250 out of Washington. Um, I'm pretty sure they're hoping they can play power forward. Because he played... He averaged 17 points a game with Washington. He averaged 8.8 rebounds, 2.1 blocks. He shot 25% from three, which I wonder if he shot a three and then he makes it. Shoots one three, makes it, and then he's probably shot four in his career and he shot, he made one. He shot 77% from the free throw line. He averaged 32.2 minutes there. I'm hoping he can. They might develop him. Oh, he's five of twenty from the three. Oh, that makes sense. So, yeah. Seventeenth pick went to Minnesota. So alongside with Anthony Edwards, they needed a forward. So they they picked from Serbia. Uh, Alexia Pokusevski. Sorry, I pronounced his name wrong again. You know, Serbia. He's a power forward. He's seven foot tall, one ninety five. So he's kind of like. He reminds me of, like, Przingis, kind of because when he got drafted, he was kind of a, he's kind of a stick. And stuff like that. But the only thing that worries me, though, when it comes to, like, taller people and then when it comes to playing basketball is injuries. Because if your legs can't hold that weight, especially at, like, 195, you're basically done. Done for. the 18th pick in the draft went to Dallas Dallas needed a guard 
because they just traded Seth Curry. They got Josh Richardson. Yeah, six foot six, two ten guard out of Arizona. Out of Arizona, he was he was pretty good. He was pretty good. He averaged twelve points a game, one and a half steals, two point six assists, four point six rebounds, seventy eight percent from the free throw line. He shot thirty six percent from three, forty two percent from the field itself. He went thirty of eighty three from the three. In his career. The thing I have here is like the guy I think that everyone's talking about from Arizona is is Mannion. But when he went in this draft, I'm surprised that's where he landed. So the next pick went to the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets went to Sadiq Bay, power forward from Villanova. As you know, the offseason was very, very different for the Nets. You got Steve Nash as their coach, Marty Stoudemire, Mike D'Antoni as assistant coaches. Obviously, they're going to get back Kyrie Irving and KD healthy. Again, they got to figure out what in the world they're doing with Jared Allen or DeAndre Jordan. And everybody like that. Sadiq Bay is six foot eight. He's two sixteen out of Villanova. In, in recent years, Villanova people have had some very good success, like Dante Divincenzo with the box and made some. And made some great. Great assets there. There's been. There's been some very good. Teams that come through there, there's been, there's been a lot of things. I've gone through there. Next pick went to Miami. Miami had went with Precious Achua. Six foot nine on the Memphis. He played alongside James Wiseman for for that few times. He averaged 15.8 points a game, 10.8 rebounds per game. He shot 59% from the free throw line, which is probably going to get some improving on the line there. He shot 49% from the field, 32% from three. It's always just going to be like that, and... Will he be the guy of the future? Will he be the guy of the Miami Heat's future? And now with the 21st pick, the 76ers, as you know, they got Seth Curry, Curry's brother, Steph Curry's brother, brother, but they still need a guard. Because I... They need to move Ben Simmons back to forward. Because that's where he belongs. So they so they draft Tyrese Maxey, shooting guard, six foot three out of Kentucky. He was one of one of the guys that we thought would be 
maybe a top pick in the draft if, like, maybe the season kept going. Maybe the season kept going and stuff. We really don't know. He averaged 14 points a game, 3.2 assists a game, 4.3 rebounds a game. He shot 83% from the free throw line. He only shot 29% from the three. He will probably improve on that during the off season here, getting ready for the season that starts on December 22nd. He shot 42% from the field. I'm just kind of hoping Tyrese Maxey can develop into a good player because I honestly think he can be a good contender in this league. Regardless where he, regardless where he ends up. Obviously, so Denver had the next pick. He picked Zeke. Nijai. Freshman power forward, 7 foot, 240 out of Arizona. Sixteen point one points a game, eight point six rebounds. He didn't get blocks though, which kind of surprised me. He shot fifty seven percent from the field. He only shot twenty nine percent from three. He only shot like five of seventeen from three, which is probably good. Think that he did. He can develop into a good star, but. But you also gotta remember who else they have. What happened to Bull Bull? Doesn't the Nuggets have Bull Bull? Don't they? They don't need another big man though. They need four. They need like more like a small forward. With the twenty third pick. They, the Knicks run the clock once again. Once again, they needed a guard. So they, Leandro Bamaro from Argentina, six foot seven, one eighty two. I haven't really heard much about this guy. I, he's a shooting guard. I don't know how well he shot the ball. But he probably shot the ball very well. He did pretty good out there in Argentina. I really hope that the Knicks can turn this franchise around with Tom Thibodeau now as their head coach and everything like that. With the 24th pick, as you know, it's Milwaukee was on the clock. But he... They had to go with, they had to pick somebody here. So the thing of it is, it goes a little something like this. RJ Hampton got picked by the Bucks, but they remember there was that trade that went down. So they went to, he was going to go to New Orleans, but then he goes to Denver. So RJ Hampton's going to Denver. 6'5", 188. He was... 
I remember back playing, like, NBA 2K19 that, like, RJ Hampton and, like, Jalen McDaniels or whatever is supposed to be the top two guys in the draft. And Tyrese Maxey and all these guys are both supposed to be, like, the top top dogs in the in the draft itself. Draft itself, so RJ should be a good fit. He would have been a good fit in Milwaukee, too, but... Obviously, you got Drew Holiday. The 25th pick went to the OKC Thunder. As you know, they have Ricky Rubio. They traded away. Just remember, they traded away everybody. They got Ricky Rubio, but he's going back to Minnesota, where he originally started his career. So they needed a guard. They drafted Emmanuel Quickly from Kentucky. He averaged 16.1 points a game, 2.3 fouls a game, 1.9 assists per game, 4.2 rebounds a game. He's a very good free throw shooter. He shot 92% from the free throw line, shot 42% from three, 41% from the field altogether. Altogether, Emmanuel quickly, I think, can quickly get into the system and do very good in the Thunder, in the Thunder system. I think he's gonna grow and develop into a nice, nice star in the future of the league. As you know, twenty six pick went to Boston again. Here we are again. Boston had three first round picks. This is like the second one all of them. So they went with a guard from Oregon. It was Peyton Pritchard, point guard, six point two, two oh six from Oregon. Oregon it. I'm just looking at his stats. He developed into a, a pretty good player. He had a breakout sophomore year, averaging 14.5 points a game, but then he dropped a little bit in 12.9 in 2018-19. Then he went back up to his normal self again. 20.5 points a game. 5.5 assists a game. 4.3 rebounds a game. 82% from the free throw line. He shot 41% from three, 46% from the field. Is he hoping that they're hoping that maybe he can take over after after like Kemba's gone and everything like that? Maybe. I mean, I mean, he's he's a decent three point shooter. He's more like he's more inconsistent when it comes to it. Is if you just look at the three pointers, like he shot fifty of fifty one hundred forty three one year, but then he shot. 85 of 206 then then went back down again below 40 and then went back up to 41 so he's he's quite inconsistent he's three he works on the shooting a little bit he'll be a good player 27th pick went to Utah and everyone I was waiting for this pick to happen because I I've been hearing about this guy from Kansas for a long time I'm Yudoka Azubuki, seven foot, seven footer, two seventy from Kansas. He's a senior. He's a senior. He played all four years at Kansas. He averaged thirteen point seven points a game, ten and a half rebounds per game, two point six blocks a game, forty one percent from the free throw line, which it's a center. Centers don't really shoot that well from the free throw line. He didn't attempt a three in his career. He shot 74% from the field, which is very, very good. 
which is very, very good. I'm surprised he lasted that long, too. I don't know how he dropped. All the way to 27. 20. Pick 28 went to your defending, defending NBA champions, the LA Lakers. You got LeBron and company. Jaden McDaniels, six foot ten out of Washington. He did quite well in this draft. He did quite well. He averaged thirteen points a game, two point one assists, five point eight rebounds. He shot forty percent from the three. He He shot forty percent from the field. He shot thirty three percent from the three. 76% free throw shooter. I'm pretty sure he's more of a driving guy. He doesn't get he doesn't get a lot of rebounds, but he needs to get in there and hopefully So hopefully that happens like that. Obviously pick twenty nine, went to Toronto. I don't think I've heard of this guy before. But uh, San Diego State, he picked 6.2185 from San Diego State, Malachi Flynn. So he started his career out in Washington, and then he and then he transferred to San Diego State, where he averaged 17.6 points a game, 5.1 assists, 4.5 rebounds, 85% from the free throw line, 37% from three, 44% from the field itself. Malachi Flynn could be a good Kyle Lowry replacement. Replacement, so hopefully maybe. In the end, he'll be. Very very good. And then last but certainly not least, we're back to the. We are back to the Boston Celtics for the last pick. Of the first round. Decided to go with Desmond Bain on TCU. He's a shooting guard, six foot six, two fifteen. He averaged sixteen point six points a game, six point four rebounds, one and a half steals. He averaged, he shot seventy eight percent from the free throw line, forty two, forty four percent from three, forty five percent from the field itself. Desmond Bain and our shooting guard draft handler replacement. If it is, if they decide not to keep Jalen Brown around, is that what they're gonna do? Are they gonna go with this, that? Who are they gonna go with? Maybe Desmond Bain. Maybe. We'll just have to see and find out. So, anyways, that was your first round picks. I am gonna do a second round eventually here. I will do the second round probably tomorrow and my thoughts on them. Probably tomorrow. My thoughts on those. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast. Podcast. I hope you all have a great day. A-Town in prom time.